King Productions. Space, a final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you. All wings report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 7 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 2 standing by. Red 11 standing by. Red 5 standing by. Lock air spoils in attack position. E.T. phone home. We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Hello and welcome to the Woodshed Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Friggin' Ben, and for the next two hours we are going to have a great show to discuss the unknown, the creepy, and the supernatural. This will include topics of the paranormal, UFOs and alien conspiracies, near-death experiences, and just all-around strange, creepy, and unexplainable things. Tonight's show is an open forum where you, the listener, can call in and share your stories of the supernatural or the unexplained. So feel free to call in and share your stories with the guys at 646-787-1833. Now, without further ado, let's get right into this edition of the show with your Woodshed Ghost Hunters for the night, Eddie Sebastian, Travis the Tank, Domino the Weirdo King, and Jesse Ferg, and let's not forget me, friggin' Ben.
Good evening, Blog Talk Radio. It is I, friggin' Ben, coming to you from the Department of Tinfoil Hatware Society or something. And I'm joined at the moment by my one and only co-host, Jesse Ferg. Hey, what's up, guys? Well, it's just me. So there, there's Yay! not a guy. There's there's not a guy. It's, it's me and you. you. You see what happens when you don't have control over your own show. You get Domino and Weirdo King showing up late every week, and then he does it every week. So then everybody else thinks it's okay. I just don't and get then, it. And then and then you get you got blog talk messing with me before the show even starts. So I, I hope the people in the chat room are able to hear me. Yeah, really. Is it blog talk yeah. being blog talk radio? Yes, it it's it's doing its normal thing. So if you're in the chat oh, room hooray. and you can hear me and I sound okay, wave your tinfoil hat so everybody can see. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got my tinfoil space. hat, tinfoil shirt, and tinfoil jock on, so we're good. Oh, oh my! That that's a visual <laughs> that I don't believe I need to see. <laughs> okay, Bobby Kraft from IWS Radio says that uh, we sound sound fine, so at least. It's working on that side of things. I'm not so sure it's working on this side of things, but whatever. It'll work. We'll get through it one way or the other here. You think all the years we were on before and then the eight years we were off, Blog Talk would get their shit together, but I guess not. <laughs> but like I said, this is the Space Force edition of the show. I like to just come up with these catchy names just to draw people in. So I don't know if this catchy name is going to draw anybody in tonight, but the topic is kind of broad. Um, when we had the show going on beforehand, it was uh, it was a crowd crowd pleaser or a fan favorite, if you will, because um, we like to talk about supernatural and paranormal and ghosts, aliens, UFOs, and just really anything that kind of falls under that that genre, if you will. So, so it, it's a fun topic for us to discuss. It's a fun topic for the, the listeners to, to listen to and just hear the, the interesting stories that we've shared in the past. And uh, likewise, I, I like to extend the invitation to those that are listening to feel free to call in and, and share their stories with us um, because, uh, you know, t- it, it was taboo for many years, you know, you know, ghosts aren't real, and you're just crazy, and that kind of stuff. Which it still kind of is, because there's people that don't believe in ghosts and or in aliens, if if you will. But uh, as far as the aliens go, um, to kind of stick to the the theme of the show, anyway. Um, I've noticed here in, in the like the last year or so that. Hang on just a second here. I'm getting a message from the Eddie. <laughs> All right, Eddie will oh be boy. calling in here. Breaking shortly. news, Eddie right? Be, yeah, breaking news on the air. Eddie will be be a little bit late. So 
See, see, that's what I was talking about at the, end, the beginning of the show. You get Dom thinking he can show up late every week, and then it becomes an epidemic, and then they all think they can just show up late. Freaking Dom. All right. So back to what I was saying. It, it seems like in the last year or so, the Pentagon has, has taken a different stance when it comes to how they would handle UFOs and aliens. Um, years ago, they, they they had the whole plaus the whole plausible deniability where you know it 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 had to have some other way of explaining it away, um, some scientific reason of of what they saw, or they just you, you just didn't you didn't see what you saw. So it's kind of like the Men in Black theory of look here into the flashy light thing. <laughs> so, um, but they, they've, they've switched that stance here in recent years. And I, I kind of feel like maybe it's a, as a reason or attributed to the president and his announcement of, of wanting to create a space force. Um, because I, I personally think, why, why do we need a space force? Do, do they know something that we don't? <laughs> exactly. What, well, I mean, what? What, what I, really? <laughs> I I don't get it. What do you think? Well, from what I've been hearing so far, is that they're trying to create a interstellar missile defense system. Well, I think that's part of it. Question with regards to the missile defense system. Is is that going to fall under the guide of the the homeland security, or is that going to fall under the guise of the space force that they're trying to create? It will go under the space force. Well, what are we? What specifically are we trying to protect ourselves from? Ourselves or (laughs) something that's out there? Maybe it's supposed to be like the movie Escape from L.A. And that satellite system that can shut down batteries and all that stuff, electricity and everything from a pinpoint location or to the entire world. Okay. Well, I'm always been of the impression. I I hate to feel like the government hides things from you, but I think the more and more that we go along here in in 2018, 19. I think it is becoming blatantly obvious that we're not quite being told everything, and, and it's probably been like that for years. I don't know why I'm even suggesting that it's not. But I've watched enough. I'm trying to think think of the term of, of the genre of movie. You like you got your your Armageddon movie um, that had Bruce Willis in it, and then you got your Deep Impact movie. Obviously, these are all about comets and shit that are about to crash into the planet. So I've right. watched enough movies to to come to the realization that if there was an event similar to that that they knew was going to happen, that they're not just going to come out and tell you that that's going to happen. And I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I'm just throwing that out there as an example. Um, exactly. And you, you, you couple that whole thinking process in with this whole – thing that the Pentagon's been doing and, and, and releasing all these once classified documents and proof that there were aliens and, and UFOs and all, all this craziness. 
it, it just doesn't add up. You know, there, there's something more that they're not telling us. Did they piss off an alien race somewhere and they said, look, you got till X date to get your shit together and we're going to come and sort you guys out, you know? Maybe that's what the wall's for. Either build this wall. Maybe. Or the, or the aliens are going to invade. And I, when I say aliens, not, not the Mexican kind. Right. Well, it kind of reminds me of the reminds me of the story a few months ago, a month or two ago, where uh, was it Harvard physicist said that there was something like an asteroid that was above the Earth that looked like it was aliens uh, uh, observing our our Earth. Yeah, I, I think I've seen a news article on that. There was a a large flat asteroid or media or something that passed yeah. through really close to Earth that that I guess they scanned and did all this stuff and determined that they, they don't necessarily think it was just a coincidence or of a rock or something. They think it might have been right. either the remnants of a ship or I mean very well could have been a ship. But do we how do we know? Because I mean do we really have the technology I mean, we're we're working on technology, but do we have the technology to go up there and check this stuff out? I, I don't think we do. At least yet. I think we do too. I mean, I think we're still a few years away from being able to actually make it, you know, out of our atmosphere again, and 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 then for a trip to Mars. And I think that's the next stage of our exploration of. Space is to, to try to. Well, I think they're going to try to put a man on the moon again at some point. But then, right? Um, I think after that or whatever, I think the, the the idea then is to to move on and go to Mars, which I don't quite understand that. They say it's for scientific reasons, but I, I think we've studied these planets long enough and realized there's not really a whole lot there, but dust. I don't know. Maybe I just don't get the whole thing of why we need to go to all these planets. Because there's nothing there, right? Yeah. Supposedly. Well, there hasn't been uh, livable space, although there have been uh, stories of uh, Earth-like planets light years away. This is an update. Back to my original thing here of saying... That blog talk's being its normal blog talky self. Dom is trying to call in, and he's getting the all circuits are busy. So either that's his carrier. Who knows? It might be the aliens preventing him from calling in, or it's 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 truly blog talk messing up. But since this is the space force show. I'm going to go with the government doesn't want us talking about this stuff tonight for better radio, I think. Did you ever listen to Art Bell when he was on the air? No, I haven't. Well, he's dead now, so you're not going to hear him now unless you listen to some old archives. Oh, that's a heartbreak. Yeah, I think he died a couple of years ago. Maybe not even that. Last year, maybe. I don't know. I have to Google it. But okay. um, years ago, I used to deliver film and different items to Walmart stores and drug stores around Ohio. And uh-huh. 
the one route that I had, it would get have me up at four o'clock in the morning, and I'd, I'd have to leave about forty-five four every morning to get to where I needed to be at a specific time. So, obviously, that's the middle of the night. So I I would turn on my AM radio and listen to Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell, and uh, this this topic of things that we're discussing tonight were all those different topics. He was all about the supernatural and government conspiracies, aliens and UFOs and Bigfoots and all that stuff. So um, he he used to have some really good programming, and and he he didn't just come up with stuff and pull stuff out of his butt to talk about. He he'd have stuff to back up his claims. Um, he'd have he'd have people guests on his show that allegedly were government officials or people with knowledge of different things. And it, it was quite entertaining. If, if you get a free minute, I think you can go out on YouTube and, and uh, pull up some of them old archives of the show and listen to some of them. He, he's really got some good ones. Um, and, the only I do that. Him, and the only reason I mentioned him in, is because I was talking about the men in black, which obviously we're not, we're not talking about Will Smith and, Tommy Lee Jones or whatever the hell his name is, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, you're right. He 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 claimed Art Bell did. He claimed that Men in Black were were monitoring him in his show, and he he even went so far as to say that the Men in Black approached him, contacted him or whatever it was, and told him, you know, you could only talk about certain things, or we're going to make it so you can't talk about certain things, like threatening, basically. So oh, I see. The long running, the long running thing with with regards to Art Bell is, you know, he he was in his I, I think he was in his seventies probably when he died, but it was my understanding he was in really good health. And when they did it, I guess they did an autopsy on him, and when they did the autopsy. They they claim that he had like drugs and all this stuff in his system. So oh, all these people, all these people, <laughs> which that that really could go one of two ways. It could go that would explain why he talked about the crap he talked about on the radio, <laughs> or right, be, you know they they did something to him to make to silence him or you know shut him up. So I don't know. Well, let me check in with Dom here for just a second. Um, All right. He, he's still trying. He, he's still trying to call in. Um, I gotta find something. There's a there's a commercial here that I wanted to play. So I'm gonna hit a commercial and see if we get Dom on here, and then hopefully I can find out what's going on with Eddie, because I don't want it to just be the friggin' Ben and Jesse Ferg show because we're we're not nearly as entertaining as as Dom and Eddie are. That's right. <laughs> right. So, hang on, I'm a man. Let me hit a commercial. <laughs> Let me hit a commercial, and then uh, hopefully we'll we'll get some of the guys on here after the commercial break. Yes, love hurts. It can hurt emotionally, but more important, it can also hurt you physically. It can hurt you in a way which nobody who owns a hot tub and lives in California can afford to be unaware of. Yes, I'm talking about California hot tub rectal gonorrhea. This painful and curable disease can make an enjoyable soak in a hot tub with family, friends, and dog into a literally unforgettable experience. 
If you catch California hot tub rectal gonorrhea, not only will you walk around feeling like you're about to pass a twisted sardine can lid, you'll also smell like a pile of burning tractor tires. So don't jump out of the frying pan and into the hot tub, because if you get California hot tub rectal gonorrhea, it'll really burn your ass. This has been a public service message brought to you by the Citizens Against CHTRG Foundation. California hot tub rectal gonorrhea. We're not going to take it sitting down. Woodshed crew needs your help. Have you seen a ghost, UFO, alien, Bigfoot, or just something that you can't explain? Well, now's your time to give us a call at 646-787-1833 and share your story with the guys. But uh, I, I wish we could have gotten Robert Stack to do that call-in sounder, but I think he's dead too. Yeah, he died a few years ago. All right. Well, if there's anybody in the chat room that would like to call in and share a story of anything unexplained that's really ever happened to them, whether that be they thought they saw a strange light in the sky or they experienced something go bump in the night, in the night or... Uh, you were driving down Route 66 on your way to California, and you seen a hairy beast run across the road that looked a little bit like Domino the Weirdo King. Then uh, give us a call. We'll be happy to talk to you about your experiences and go from there. Um, I, I'm going to just threaten our listeners tonight. If, if we don't get anybody calling in, we're going to turn this into the ha look what happened to Trump show. Today, and uh, we don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I believe I seen a UFO a number of years ago. Um, All right, probably about it was probably about twenty years ago, and and I I say I believe because I, I don't know if it was a UFO or not. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's can you really tell if it's a UFO? I mean, a UFO is an unidentified flying object. So, right. Uh, I mean, really unidentified is pretty broad. I mean, it, it could have been a, a frisbee with lights attached to it, and that's unidentified. But in our reality, um, I was a teenager, and we were doing some camping. And we were out at the campground, and it was probably, oh, I don't know, 1, one 1.30 in the morning. And way off in the distance, there, there was a like two or three lights in the sky. And we live near an airport, not like a busy, like, metropolitan airport, but we have a local Air National Guard base here in our town. And way off in the distance were these, like, two or three lights. So at first we didn't really think anything of it because we we have uh, C-130s that fly out of our Air National Guard base. And typically they fly in, in groups of two or three, and occasionally just one would go up. But 
you know, we're sitting All around right. a fire, eating marshmallows and cooking wieners and that kind of stuff. And we were just chatting, talking about these lights. And the odd thing about these lights is that it just—it never seemed like they were moving. Um, like they were just stationary. So we knew they weren't stars because obviously they they were large and and unusual in color and. I, I have to apologize. I, I can't tell you what color they were because I'm a colorblind person, and they could have been blue for all I know. I don't think they were blue, but <laughs> they were yellow or orange. <laughs> Maybe red. I, all I right. don't know. Um, <laughs> but they they weren't the color of a star. We'll just leave it as that. So we watched right. these lights for we watched these lights for ever, for a better part of twenty thirty minutes. And then they started to move, and they they moved in like strange irregular patterns that, like an airplane would move. And I've I've been around airplanes, and I've been around helicopters and that kind of stuff most of my life. And they they weren't moving like a helicopter would move either. But at the same time, we weren't close to them. So I mean, they very well could have been a helicopter. Hell, I don't know. But the one thing that stood out to us was they started to like go off. And when I say go off, they didn't go zooming away, but the the final one kind of did. Um, Like they would just blink out and then they wouldn't be there anymore. And then the third one actually seemed to get closer or brighter or larger, whichever way you want to describe something at night. And then it started to go like straight up. It didn't go up at like an extraordinary, you know, speed or make an erratic motion, but it, it just went up, 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 and then, then just disappeared. So, oh, like I, like I said, it could have been a helicopter, but helicopters don't typically just go up, 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 and you can't see them no more. You know, uh, airplanes can go up, 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 and you can't see them no more, but I don't know. It just The whole situation just seems strange. Now, I didn't wake up the next day with my pants around my ankles and my butthole wet or feel like I got probed or anything like that. So I think we're safe. <laughs> I just saw strange lights in the sky. So there's that. How about you? Have you ever seen any strange lights in the sky? Yes, I have, actually. When I was in fourth grade, I guess it's really uh, where a lot of crazy things happened. Uh, I moved to a new school at the time, and uh, I was out at night, and uh, right by the reservoir where we where we lived, um, I saw three um, bright lights that looked like they were on a disc, and they just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So I always thought that uh, that was a UFO because watching Unsolved Mysteries or other shows like that at the time, it, it just was like a flying saucer or something like that. So I was thinking, oh, my God, UFO, UFO. So I went to school the next day a little late. And, of course, you know, fourth grade, you know, show and tell stuff and stuff like that. Um, I had to tell everyone I saw a UFO and everyone laughed at me. All right. Well, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna hit this. Oh, were my classmates, here. but oh well. 
I'm, I'm going to hit this unmute button here because I, I think maybe I was able to get a hold of Dom, I think. Hello? Okay. All right, maybe not. <laughs> I had him for a second. I actually called him while you were telling your story, and it, it connect all dropped. So, huh. yeah, you got you to gotta love blog talk radio, always throwing wrenches at us and making our lives more difficult than they need to be. And oh, there then, is something uh, about blog talk radio, though. Oh, yeah? What's that? When you do call in, they'll say, just sit back, relax, and listen to the show. They don't tell you that you have to press 1 to get into the host queue to be uh, or call in and talk to us. So if you do want to just call in and uh, press 1, and then they'll let us know that uh, we got someone to talk to. Well, all right. Usually when the like when folks call in, their, their number will pop up on the switchboard. And uh, I, I don't know if you have to hit one to pop up on the switchboard or how that works. I don't know if I can well, see you as soon as you call in. I think you can see them when they call in to just listen. But if they want to be part of the show, they have to press one. And then a little hmm. hand should come up on on the switchboard. Well, all right. Well, that was my um, – obviously, that, that was Jesse and I's UFO experiences. I've, I've never seen an alien. Um, I'm not entirely sure that I, I really want to see an alien, so I'm not sure how I would respond <laughs> to that. <laughs> um, Neither would I. You know, I'm I'm an, I'm an avid Star Wars and Star Trek fan, so I, I enjoy the, the concept. Of obviously traveling around the the universe and hoping to meet other species and races and you know things of that nature, but when it really boils down to it, how do we know what their intentions are? You know, and then you hear these hillbillies that have been in trailer parks for years and years and years claim that they got abducted and had experiments done to them and all this stuff. I, I'm not so sure I want to be the victim of that. Right. I mean, you might be into that kind of stuff. I mean, I I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the aliens get tired of the probe stories. Yeah, I I just re- <laughs> I just received a text message from from Jill. That that's friggin' Jill for those that are listening, because she's she's the wife of um, friggin' Ben, so she's friggin' never mind. Uh, anyway. She says, "You think you've never seen an alien, but it's true. How do we know, how do we really know if we have or haven't? I mean, they could be amongst us for all I know. Right? You never know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> did, did I hear the Did I hear the youngins in the background there a minute ago, Jesse? Yeah, yeah. I gotta mute myself. He wants to talk to me for a second. Well, you should put him on the air. We can ask him if he's ever seen an alien. I don't. Have you ever seen an alien before, Xander? Yeah. You have seen an alien before. Well, he needs to be on the air. Well, talk to us about it. Yeah, let's put him on the air. Hello. Uh, Hello there. Hello. You've seen an alien? (laughs) Yep. What, What? 
what did the alien look like? Well, it was, a, it was like a cyclops-looking thing. Where, where did you eyes. see this alien? Well, I saw it out one when we were like at our aunt, my aunt's house, and we were out hunting. Yeah. It, were you in I the woods? Look over there. Like I, I could only see him. I didn't say anything about it. All right. So you didn't tell anybody. And it it, it was like, because I could only see its eye, and it was like changing colors, like red, green, red, green. Now, did did the alien have a spaceship? No. It was just all alone by itself. Well, that's a lonely life to lead for an alien. Yeah. Yeah. I know. (laughs) Now, are you sure it wasn't? Now is that now is Jesse your uncle? Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't your uncle that you seen in the woods? No, because he was here at home. <laughs> okay, I just had to check. Because sure. we were all together, we were all together, and um, waiting for the coyotes to come. All right. Well, next time if you're in the woods, it wasn't a coyote because it had a. It wasn't a. It wasn't a coyote because it had like a really big eye too. Well, the next time you're in the woods and you see an alien, you got to make sure you take a really grainy picture of it so we can all, like, look at it and wonder if it's really an alien. Okay. Okay? You going to do that for us? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, naturally, you got to take a grainy picture of things like that because every Bigfoot picture you've ever seen online or on, on, on one of these strange shows, you, you yeah, know, it's so Yes, photoshopped, or or it's like the worst camera ever made. Yeah. Do you know how to photoshop aliens? Yeah, I do it at school. Well, nice. uh, I don't, but it's all, but it's only for like schoolwork and stuff. We have to photoshop for schoolwork. They actually teach that in school. Yep. Hard to believe what, they what get to have fun there? in school. What the hell? <laughs> what grade do you Photoshop? Fifth. I feel like I got gypped out of this exciting schooling that these I kids know. Today are I mean, look at the reading, writing, arithmetic we had to do. They get to play with computers and <laughs> iPads and stuff. And yell at the teachers. We yell at the teachers. We got our butts whooped. What the All hell? All right, so. So while while I've got you here still before before Jesse takes takes back his his phone there have you ever seen a ghost a what a ghost a, a ghost oh, yeah. I used to have one when I was a little baby he wasn't around but I used to have well I was like one or two I had like a, we lived in a haunted house dude I, I have this image but I but um the image was that I'm just sitting in the hallway looking down the dark hallway but. I know that's not that what didn't happen, but I used to have like a little ghost friend. Very they cool. used to play with how, me. How, how old would you say you were when you saw that ghost? Like one or two. One or two. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember what I did yesterday, let alone what I did when I was two. So that's that's an amazing memory. Yeah. All right, Xander. Well, thanks for the information. I appreciate you telling us about your alien and your ghost story. Thanks. 
Hey, Jesse. That was, of course, your nephew, I'm assuming. Yeah, that was my well, nephew. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know that he was necessarily a credible source for, for aliens, but, hey, how do we know? He might have seen an alien out in the woods. Exactly. <laughs> um how about a ghost, Jesse? Have you ever seen a ghost or heard anything in your house that you just couldn't explain? Well, I've never seen a ghost per se, but uh I have experienced uh, um kind of like their presence. Okay. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on it. So I was hoping Travis would would be here tonight, which I I had no indication that he wouldn't be. But um, I, I really had had a question for you and Travis because we're all kind of in the same boat. Um, right. And for for the listeners that are listening in, um, that boat that I'm referring to is. Myself, Jesse, and, and Travis, have, have, our mothers have all passed away within the last, well, last three years, really. Um, right. And, and and Dom had hinted about this uh, on a previous show, and, you know, it, it, it's still a, a very touchy subject for myself, and I, I know for Jesse, and I'm, I'm assuming probably for Travis as well. But we admit um, – and who knows? It, it very well could be psychological, but but it, it it's not psychological when when somebody else in your home is experiencing things themselves and seeing things, hearing things, and you know what I mean. So yeah. ever since my mom my mom passed away three years ago on the sixteenth of this month, and ever since then. I've had a lot of unusual and and strange things happening here in the home. Um, prior to that, I I really don't believe, and, and Jill can correct me if I'm wrong via text here. She's downstairs, but she's listening to the show. Prior to my mom passing away, I, I can't remember ever really hearing anything or seeing anything or experiencing anything that, that I really could deem supernatural, at least here in this house. Um and just kind of give you an example of some of the things that, that's happened. Um, shortly after my mom passed away, I would hear like footsteps on the stairwell at nighttime, um, like prominent footsteps. Um, actually, sound like somebody walking all the way up the steps and then walking all the way down the steps. Um, and just so you're aware, we do have dogs, but our dogs sleep in our bedroom here with us and, and we typically we shut the door so um, on these occasions when we've heard the, the footsteps on the stairwell the dogs have been in the room with us and then you know of course we've got kids and at one stage or another the kids were either off to college or in the army or whatever the case might be so um, I, I've done quite an extensive I guess effort of of trying to rule out what it could be, just to try to explain it away or find some sort of an explanation or an answer for what it is that I'm experiencing. 
So, you know, it, it, it's kind of an older house. I wouldn't say it's an old, old house, but the house, I think, might be 50 years old, maybe a little older. I don't know. Um, I'll need Jill to confirm that for me, but it, it's at least probably 50 years old. And the house was built by her grandparents. Um, and I, I'm not opposed to the old analogy of creaks and cracks and bumps in the night aren't are just your house settling. Um, there's there's a there's a noticeable difference in your house settling in hearing footsteps go all the way up your staircase and then back down. I'm sorry, I I, I just can't agree with somebody explaining away footsteps by saying your house is settling. Right. So right. Un- unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, it, it didn't just stop at footsteps going up and down the staircase. Um, we would hear things like perhaps something moving in the next room or a chair sliding out and moving or something on a table in the other room moving and we get up to find something has moved. And then there, there's been some times where Jill has already came up to bed and then I would come up uh-huh. a little bit later uh-huh. than her and, and I would come up the staircase and I'd hear a voice behind me that without any, really any further clarification it sounds like my mom at times, and then yeah, I'd say I'd say probably a year ago, Jill came into the living room. She was in there making in the kitchen making dinner, and she came in, basically looked pale as a ghost. And I asked her what was wrong, and she says she turned around, and standing in the dining room was basically a white figure that she could see through. Um, it looked like whoever the figure was was wearing uh, like maybe a white flowing dress or a, a gown or, or something of that nature. Um, I, I personally did not witness this, but whatever it was terrified her enough that turned her white as a ghost herself <laughs> and, and it kind of you know upset her. Um, unfortunately, things kind of died off for a while. Um, all that kind of stuff happened, I'd say, probably within six months of my mom passing. Um, oh, I, wow. I finally I, – I had enough, um, and, I, and I say I had enough because it, it bothered me. Um, I, I'll, let me – let me see if I can give Dom another try here because he's he's messaging me telling me he still can't get in. So let me let me hit him again. Okay. I finish my story. All right. So, why I've got him going into the screening room? If if so, you guys shouldn't be able to hear it dialing. At least I don't think you can. All right, hang on a minute here. Let's see if we got him. Hello. 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 All right, there we go. <laughs> I think the right, aliens so, have finally done yeah. messing with my head. <laughs> All right, so let, let me finish telling my story. So, Don, just to, just to kind of catch you up here a little bit, 
we're 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 kind of talking a little bit about the subject that you had brought up um, on a previous show with regards to um, my my mom passing away, and and of course Jesse and Travis's mom passing away. Um, I'm sharing some stories about how some things had occurred in my home, and I, I was up to the point here where for almost a year and a half, nothing happened because I, I had gotten kind of fed up with all the noises and, and the different things that were happening in the house. I finally just said, look, and, and call me crazy if you will, but I just basically said out loud, you know, whoever you are that's here, it's time for you to move on. You know, I acknowledge that you're here, but, you know, I, I don't want you here basically for lack of a better term and immediately after that it stopped for about a year and a half and it it picked up again probably within the last three or four months maybe Um, I don't remember what month it was it might have been back September, October, maybe, I don't remember. But I was laying in bed, and on this specific night, I did not have my bedroom door shut. But one of the dogs was laying right beside me on on the floor, and then the other dog was laying on the other side of the room. And again, I I verified this after the fact. (laughs) But I, I wasn't sleeping. I was just laying there in bed watching TV looking at my phone and the natural bodily instinct when there's some sort of emotion is your eyes are typically drawn to motion. In most cases. Um, And and something out of the corner of my eye caught, caught my attention because it moved. So I looked up and Straight, just so you have an idea how my bedroom's laid out. Like I'm, I'm sitting on my bed right now, and looking straight ahead, we we have a dresser with a television set on it, and then immediately to the right of the television is is the door, and then when you walk out the door, you walk to the left and you immediately go down the steps, and then if you go to the right, kind of across the hall, you go into the bathroom. So, sure, the motion of something on the television might have been what caught my attention, but it it wasn't where the television was. It was off to the right in the doorway. So when I looked up, a dark figure, and and I say dark figure because it was shaped in the form of a person um, that I could see through, but there was enough form there. And if you've watched enough paranormal shows like Ghost Hunters and and those different types of things, it it, it looked like a shadow man if if you've ever watched any of those shows. (laughs) But it it walked from left to right, and that's it. There was no sound. It just caught my attention, and and matter of fact, it caught the dog's attention that was laying next to me because the dog got up and walked out there to look to see what it was. So you know they they always say that dogs and cats and animals have that extra sixth sense that we don't. Yeah. So. After I, I kind of sat there for a few minutes, just kind of not believing what I just saw, because you know, in, in all the years that that we that I used to do the paranormal investigating and things of that nature, 
I I I had heard plenty of EVPs and and experienced noises and and all that, but I had never actually physically seen something in all the years that I did that. So it took me a minute to to kind of collect myself and and say to myself that was something that just walked by. So I should probably get up and just for for sake of my safety and the you know, safety of my wife, make sure there's not somebody in the house. <laughs> so I got up and looked around and looked down the hallway, looked in the bathroom, and obviously went downstairs and looked around. And, huh? There wasn't nothing here in the house. Hmm. Now, in that upstairs area, is there like any windows uh, from, I guess, in the room? Obviously, in your room, you're going to have a, a couple windows, but where you saw the figure, like, say, in the hallway to go across? Is there, like, a hallway window or something that might no. have caught any angles? The, or... Now, the, the hallway goes through the middle of the upstairs, and then, obviously, all the, the rooms go off of that hallway. And yeah. Each of, the, each of the rooms that go off of the hallway have, have windows, but the hallway itself yeah. is just that. It's a hallway with no windows. closed. So. <clears throat> yeah. And then... Uh, you know the thing of it, of, of the important thing of it, my wife wants me to share is, it, it happens every year about the same time, um, and it, I, I would say if if I had to take a guess, it, it probably begins if I have to put like a time frame on it, it, it probably begins October November somewhere in that time frame, and will typically last, and, I, and I'm not saying that this is. There's specific days or times that it happens because it does happen at random, but things typically do tend to happen up until sometime in February. Mm. So, I mean, I I don't want to say it's my mom, but there <laughs> there really is no other explanation. Now, not knowing your past or anything, did your mom stay there? For some time, like she did, she she spent uh, several months living here with us at one point, and then uh, we helped her to get her get her own place. Um, she she did. Um, yeah. so I I I just kind of wondered, you know, and and since Jesse and and by, by all means, Jesse, I, I don't want you to feel like you're obligated to you know, share anything with regards to your mom or, or anything like that that's happened because like I said, I, I know it's still a I know it's still a touchy subject for you and I I'm sure it probably is for Travis too. But I, I at least wanted to get pick your brain a little bit and see if you've ever since your mom's passing, see if you've ever experienced uh anything that might suggest that it could be your mom just saying, Hey, I'm here and just letting you know I'm okay type feeling. I, I don't know. What, what do you think? Yeah, I've I've had an experience once. Yes. Yeah. Well, do you, do you care to share that? Yeah, I could do that. Well, you heard my nephew earlier today, um, and uh, he he's a uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? He is a um. Shoot, my brain brain doesn't want to work. He, he's so it's a maybe psychic or a medium or he, well, I wouldn't say he's a psychic. Uh, he, he's a uh, 
clairvoyant? Uh, well, I would say, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but he told me that uh, she was in the in the room sitting beside me. And it was at a time where I was really missing her. And I, okay. I felt her presence sitting right beside me. I felt her giving me a hug. And uh, what was really strange was we had, at the time, we had a puppy. And the puppy was laying at my feet. And uh, he said, uh, not the puppy, my nephew, <laughs> said that uh, she was happy to see the puppy and everything. And I looked down, and it looks like the puppy was getting petted. Wow. With and, regards to to my my scenarios, and you can you can you can weigh in on this too. Uh, all of the different things that have happened, you know, whether it be the the stair staircase footsteps or you know even myself seeing the figures, um, my my wife doesn't necessarily agree with this, but for for myself, I don't feel like I don't feel I don't feel scared or I don't feel like I'm in danger of of whatever it is here. It, it I, does, I don't. Does get, she feel in danger? Well, my my wife doesn't necessarily feel in danger, but. Obviously, it scared her, but even when she's seen it, I, I don't believe she's ever expressed a, a feeling of like she felt intimidated or anything. And, and I, I, I will add to this that my wife and my mom didn't have a very good relationship, <laughs> um, and, and I'm not saying it was a bad relationship. It just yeah. My my, my mom and this may be for another show, but my my mom suffered from schizophrenia and mental health issues all of her life. So mm-hmm. as such, um, I think a lot of her mental health issues prevented her from seeing my wife as, as somebody that was good for me, if you will. Um, so she, she kind of, I think, had that feeling. She had that feeling of, well, you're taking my baby away from me type situation, perhaps, I, I guess, maybe for lack of a better term. So, um, Right. So – but she did text me just now because she, she's listening. Like I said, she's listening downstairs, and she says, I, I never felt scared when, when I saw the white figure in the dining room. Um, one other thing that, that very well could be important to share with the listeners is uh, my mom was cremated. I, I didn't have my mom buried, so my mom's actually here in the house with me. Um, we have her in like a decorative box, uh, her ashes and things. So, who knows? That might be part of it. Maybe not. So, what what do you think, Jesse? Do, do you ever feel like maybe do you ever feel threatened or intimidated or or anything like that? Never, never. Yeah, now, do you ever get like the do you ever get like the cold chills when you you know like say when you saw these figures or when you saw the 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 dog being petted you know and both of y'all um, did y'all ever get well, like yeah. uh, the cold chill. Yeah, you, the, do, you, you, know. you do feel a cold chill, but uh, it's not a bad cold chill or anything like that. It's their presence. You know, since right. I moved back down down here uh, to Texas, um, I haven't really had much involvement because when I was in Tennessee when we first were doing the show, you know, that's how you know a big majority of us all met was through that paranormal group. And yeah, I was doing a lot with a, a group in town I lived in. And 
coming back here, it just seemed like uh, I had too much on my plate, as always. Um, you know, trying to get into a new place, new new job. But uh, I've talked to a lot of people down here, and especially a lot this last week. I was trying to get a, a consensus, uh, more or less. And about half the people I talked to, uh, whether I talked to them at job or just in, in general, about half and half were in belief and others said it was fake. You know, it was, they don't believe in that. It was mm-hmm. just being paranoid. Um, but I definitely believe, you know, I, I, I have seen stuff myself, um, being with this group and you know, like you hearing, you know, the EVP and seeing pictures that, you know, I could take to, if I wanted to spend a lot of money and, you know, have some you know, photographer or whatever you want to call it, look at my pictures and, and really analyze in depth. But, you know, it, it was more of a, I don't need somebody to, to do that to tell me otherwise, because I've seen and heard things that you just can't explain. And then doing the research afterwards, that's what makes it even more fun. That You know, because when you find that little pay dirt, um, it makes it more um, rewarding in a way. Sure. Well, we, we started out the show, before we jumped right into the, the ghost discussion, we, we kind of, <laughs> we were talking about UFOs and aliens and things of that nature. To go along with the Space Force thing, yeah, um, I, I shared a, a long, boring story about some lights in the sky, and uh, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, I was never abducted. So, um, what about you? Have, you? have you ever seen anything in the sky that was unexplainable? I guess because <laughs> that's that's a broad I've seen, question. I've seen some. Okay, so it was I was actually traveling from. This is before I went to Tennessee. I was, you know, from born and raised in Dallas, so I was going from Dallas to California, and I was going through um, like New Mexico, Arizona, and we get, you know, halfway in the middle of nowhere, and you know, I'm seeing these dancing lights. Can't really quite explain it, you know. Obviously, it's not. Uh, it wasn't uh, anything like, um, you know, was it Aurora Borealis or anything, you know, because like like. Nothing like that happens down here. But um, I saw these lights, and, you know, it's too sporadic to be an airplane and too sporadic to be anything else. And it was hard to explain, but then, you know, I was thinking there's nothing out here. You know, there was no military bases. I was nowhere near, you know, anything remotely a city. So that has always puzzled me, but nothing too extravagant. Okay. I don't know if you heard me. I hit the, the twilight zone sounder there. It, it added it, it added emphasis to your story. So are we having are we short people tonight? And I don't hear a lot of voices. You know, I, I like I told Jesse when we fired up the show tonight. You, I kind of knew where you were at because you you had told me you were of all places you were at dinner. Yeah. But, well, you know, I'm an hour, I'm an hour behind y'all. You know. Yeah, in, in Dom's defense, that you know, when when we start to show up, it's it's only about eight o'clock there in in his time zone. Um, I think it's eight o'clock Is in Travis's time zone too. So myself, Jesse, and Eddie, we're we're all in in the Eastern time zone, and Eddie's actually been messaging me here for the last few minutes. I I don't know if he's 
filming an episode of House Party or or what's happening. But he 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 told me he's going to be a little bit late tonight, and this was at like five or ten after the the hour. Um, and yeah. then he said an unfortunate event occurred, so he had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So then, through the course of just chatting with him here a little bit, he he said that. I'm trying to find out where he said he ain't worried. He says, I can't call in right now because people think this is a fucking club. So that's why I said, I think he's trying to film an episode of House Party there at his house. Um, so he, he, oh God. he's trying, he, he's, I think he's trying to get free or, or kick people out so he can call in. At least I hope he is because um, years ago, Eddie, Eddie had some pretty good stories and I'm, you know, Curious to see if he's experienced anything new within the last ten years or so. So, but uh, it, it, we've actually got quite a few people in our chat room tonight. If if it's working, and I say if, because no, at well, the beginning of the show, all these issues that we're having tonight, I'm, I was beginning to think maybe the government was trying to shut the show down because because of the, the technical difficulties. <laughs> Well, you know, we, you um, know, we you, talk about it last week, and then they just kind of bleed it and bleed it over. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> we, we've got we've got close to let's see one two three four five six seven we got seven or eight people in the chat room. As a matter of fact, we actually got a caller now. So let, let's unmute this caller here. Cool. Well, hello, caller. Hi. Um, are you talking about the space force, or are you going paranormal? We're going a little bit of everything tonight. It's kind of an, uh, an open forum. Uh, the Space oh, okay. Force is, if you want All to talk right. about the Space Force, feel free to. But uh, yeah, well, you've I've had an experience. The, no, the Space Force is, is something which uh, I guess is relatively new to the minds of the American people. It only came out in the newspapers maybe a month or two ago about um, Trump um, thinking that we should control space. I happen to agree with him. Okay. Um, I don't know if the Space Force, which is now the term, was was conceived legally or not, because I thought that Reagan and Russia and China had signed a treaty that they weren't going to use space for uh, for warfare. But everybody knows that treaties always go the way of the uh, dustbin anyway. But I'm all okay. for it. I'm all for it because if you do control space, you do have a better advantage about um, protecting your own nation. So... I'm for it. Sure. Do you guys know anything about it? Because I don't know that much about it. Well, that, that's what? kind of what me and Jesse were struggling with at the beginning of the show. I've, I've done a little bit of reading on it. And be, because of the theme of the show being open with paranormal and, and aliens and UFOs and stuff, I, I almost have to, to throw the question out there to ask, you know, obviously a Space Force is, is, is probably with the general guys of protecting – the, the area around the planet from the other countries, at least as far as like a missile defense system that, that's been mentioned and things in the last couple of weeks. But my my question is, with the implementation suddenly of, of a wanting to have a space force, is there things that they're not telling us that would go beyond having to defend ourselves from like Russia and China? Uh, is there potentially something else out there that they're trying to protect us from? from? Uh, that that's a good question. That also begs the question, since that could be um, an issue that would arise in people's minds <clears throat> after learning of the space force, is it possible also 
that they have a space force and then want to use the excuse of aliens that don't exist for their existence. Because I don't know if you guys know of Warner Von Braun. Are you familiar with him? I'm not, no. Okay, Warner Von Braun was a Nazi scientist. He was imported to the United States after World War II. He helped us out with our missile program. They, and talked, they talked about him in the, that movie October Sky. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. And what he had done before he had died, he had warned his... Um, well, he came over to America. He had American professors and scientists working with him and for him. And before we died, he had warned to, to you know, how Eisenhower warned about the military-industrial complex. Well, mm-hmm. Warner, um, since he was familiar with the Germans, the Nazis, and I guess uh, the Russian uh, plans as well, he warned us that there, in the future, the politicians would warn us of aliens that don't exist for the reason of using the aliens to control um, the populations via fear. Because, as I think it was either Goebbels or Goering had said, um, no matter how, many, how much the people hate their dictators or their leaders, they will gather together to defend their nation. So, sure. the, um, you know, so the politicians can say, we're being invaded by, from outer space. All the other issues would go, go to the wayside. So I'm wondering the space force... I happen to believe that it should be developed, particle rays, laser beams, etc., the whole nine yards of Starship Enterprise that should be developed. But, <laughs> sure. but is it going to be for our benefit, or is it going to be another scare tactic in order to usher in more totalitarianism um, on the side of the government against the people? So that's my that, question. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, it, it kind of goes back to, to another discussion that Jesse and I had here at the beginning of the show, um, which we, we were talking about the Pentagon here in the last year or so, all of a sudden releasing all these classified documents, allegedly, of, of UFOs and you know government cover-ups of UFOs and alien interactions and things of that nature. It, I mean, that, that could very well just be you know part of their stepping stone process to lead into now where we're at with the Space Force. You know, it, 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 we're working our way towards having that Space Force with whatever intention that they're they're trying to implement it, whether it be to protect us from something or to, to cause us fear, to, to be afraid of something that, you know, could or could not be there. Because, I mean, I, like I said, I, I've never seen an alien. I, I've seen my fair share of strange, unexplainable lights in the sky, but Mm-hmm. Is, it a, is it a spaceship? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, last night I actually was talking to uh, a good friend of mine who he is an airline mechanic, and he still has he has military clearance because he was in the military and um, he was a um, he was a marine. But he works with a lot of Air Force contractors, and they got into a big topic when this first opened up, and. I, was, I mentioned the, the show to him what the topic was, and uh, he had told me that apparently from what he was told in in light of things, you know, he said, you know, you really couldn't go into specifications, or, but apparently it is a joint government operation between what was NASA at one point and the Air Force, uh, and it's basically a, a broader 
branch to from what he gathers and what what I've also been reading to basically police the skies from our air you know our airspace where you know the Air Force controls to a broader you know a broader spectrum of outer space and the outer um, because of like you said the nuclear uh, the missile defenses things like that yeah. and sure. a, a lot of these groups are now they've got the conspiracy theorists and everything like that that's kind of why I brought this up to you earlier Ben was they're thinking and now they're trying to broaden it. now they're turning it into it, the Star Trek the you know they're making a joke out of it and hell, even Netflix uh, supposedly is in works for a, a new series and it's Combining all the people from the office, they're getting all, all the right. people that used to be in the office, and they're they're I'm gonna make a space comment. And they're making the, <laughs> yeah. it's basically them <laughs> building the space force and how they get started, and it starts up from kind of like Steve Jobs starting up Apple from the you know basement. They're starting the space force, and it shows this chronological order in a comedy spoof of how they've created the space force. But from what I've been told and what I've read, it's just more of a, they're joining outer space with the airspace that we control uh, as a whole. And because NASA's kind of stepped away from the whole, we don't need to go to outer space anymore. You know, they're turning it over to these private contractors um, like SpaceX and different organizations that are now, you know, funding projects to get people to the moon and these Mars projects that they have. Um, I don't believe in that. They're trying to go it away. I I do too. I'm I'm kind of, I think there's more to it. Yeah. They're not not letting it all be known because something has caught their eye and in the end, it'll it'll all turn out to be like Armageddon. There's this big gigantic asteroid coming to Earth, and we're gonna have yeah, like three days. Yeah, those and, uh, right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think people like Musk are probably uh, probably paid by the government in order to have these so-called private missiles and private operations, so that the rich can actually go to Mars or go to the Moon and start another civilization. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the agenda, because when you have money and billions of dollars of it, you can do anything you want, oh, yeah. just, as long, just as long as you have the science to to back it up. Now, what? I mean, what's they the just, pro- they recently just launched an actual Tesla into space. No, they, put a, they did. You know, five hundred thousand dollar car onto a rocket. <laughs> yeah. Put it in yeah. space. Oh yeah. Was Mary Poppins driving it? <laughs> no, they actually put like that one of those Osmo robots. You know those. The stuff, uh, kind of like the, I don't know. It's like it a, was a. Uh, it was Musk, Elon Musk, when he when he launched one of his SpaceX rockets back during the summertime, in the payload the delivery system on that rocket, it, he he put one of them Tesla roasters, and then oh, really? he had one of the rocket like robot with, with the rocket went up there. Yeah, like, when the rocket went up there, they released hmm. the Tesla, and now we have space junk floating around out there. Uh, not We've got over 6,000 objects out there anyway. Well, add one more. Put one of those robots <laughs> yeah. out there, too. And when, yeah, you know, when people... Actually the car. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Maybe I, maybe we can spot them in the telescope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the thing is, when people talk about Tesla, I, you know, 
to me, I'm thinking, how does he have a private license to just blast off spaceships to go into outer space? That's the government's terrain. So, yep. again, I'm thinking he's being funded by, uh, by the Pentagon. And what surprised me is that you, you were just saying a few minutes ago that the Pentagon had released declassified documents relating to maybe areas like Area 51 or Roswell or aliens. Yeah, uh, I, they, they, there's been different things I've read over the course of the last year. Um, every once in a while, some new story will come out where, like, even that Roswell incident, they supposedly have released uh, redacted documents. Obviously, there's sections that are blacked out, but there, there's mm. a lot of un- unclassified documents in relation to the whole Roswell incident now. Really? And then uh, various different incidents where they've they've scrambled fighter jets and things of that nature to uh, intercept, you know, UFOs and different things Is like that. that. Right? There's a lot well, of go- yeah. There's a lot of documents. Now. Well, I'm going to have to do some research on that because I haven't heard about that, and I do fairly extensive research. So I'm going to have to do some more because the classified documents, um, they to me are the smoking guns. Yeah. Uh, you know because. Uh, People can label me a conspiracy theorist with regards to how corrupt the government is, but um, I believe in declassified documents. To me, that's like a criminal confessing to the crime. So I'm going to have to go to the website, which usually um, releases declassified documents to see see what they have. <laughs> right. So in regards to something I read, I have a question for you. And sure. And anybody, especially Ben or Jesse, too. Um, Recently, I read, and I was surprised it didn't get a lot of notoriety or even more media time, but the, it was a Chinese, uh, apparently, oh, the had done some the kind of the dark yeah. side of the moon, and now they, they're, they're planning on building um, some type of substation on the moon, on the dark side of the moon. But yeah. yeah well. is, I don't I don't see a lot of media focusing on it. You know, it's just another, you know, smoking gun, uh, we're going to yeah. smoke up somebody's dress and yeah. just to get the idea out there. Well, yeah, how are you going to know if they mm-hmm. are? That's the big thing. That's the whole thing. We can't see it. That's right. <laughs> exactly. They don't want the same We'd thing to, to happen. We have to send something up there to look. Right. They don't want the same thing to happen as as when um, supposedly Apollo or whatever the space missions were that uh, that landed on the moon or supposedly landed on the moon. Now, as you can tell, I might have a conspiracy theory about that. But one thing that uh, confuses me about the landing on the moon is, from what I've read, don't know if it's true, is that the Van Allen belt, which um, encircles the, the Earth, it's not as though you go, you, you get shot off the Earth and you go through the Van Allen belt in like a minute. It takes you an hour minimum to go through this radi- radioactive belt. Mm-hmm. So my question is, as I've read in the articles uh, that I had read, is that how would the astronaut survive? In order to survive the kind of radiation which supposedly the Van Allen belt has, you need a very thick um, exoskeleton of lead. And for lead to be that to be that efficient, it would be so heavy you couldn't get the missile off the ground. <laughs> so I agree. You know, so I'm saying, look, I the. The government has a history of being very, very deceptive and killing people uh, overseas, doing whatever it wants, lying to the American people. 
is it really that far-fetched to believe that possibly this the space shot wasn't really a space shot? Was it was it was it possibly a fake? Well, the, the uh, thing that I have with mm-hmm. with regards to the whole Apollo mission is you know I've, I've done a lot of research and read up on a lot of these, watched documentaries and different things, mm-hmm. and, and read you know testimonies from Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and all the different astronauts that were involved. Um, that with regards to the the Van Allen, Allen Bell, um, according to the things that I've read. Mm-hmm. They they sent the mission through narrow bands of the belt, which I, I don't quite. I'm not a scientist, so I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm not the one to speak to how the belt works. But right. apparently, mm-hmm. there were there are thinner thinner sections of the belt that you can go through that it doesn't take nearly an hour. It, it only takes a matter of minutes, and through some of these windows, if you will, to get through. And the speeds at which they were traveling to get through there. Allowed for them to pass through there safely, with exposure, at least from what they're claiming, that's comparable to perhaps maybe receiving a, an X-ray or two in the amount of time it took oh, really? them to go through there. Now, again, I'm not a scientist. Yeah. I'm just telling you what I read. Right, right. Well, at the time, and, and if yeah, you I was going to say the radiation. If you want to weigh in? Uh, the phone lines are open. You can give us a call six four six. 7871833 this is the woodshed space force edition show uh, minus a few of us tonight but we have some callers on if you want to chime in give us a call okay you got a you got I was going to say the, the radiation was that I said I said you you're on the line so I was going to say I'm going to defer to you so that you can have your chance to talk well, I, I really don't have much to say except the radiation. Are we talking about X-ray radiation or the radiation you have after eating Taco Bell? <laughs> well, it wouldn't be X-rays. It would be gamma rays or some, some form of electromagnetic spectrum. Um, now you've made me... Uh, never go to Taco Bell again. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, our oh, other that. co-host has, has finally been able to join us here. I've, I've got Eddie on the line here with us. We're, what's up, Eddie? Oh, what's happening, my mother? What's going on? Have you been able to, to listen in at all, at all the last couple of minutes on the, what we're discussing here? No, I, I just actually I just got on about maybe like three minutes ago. I was trying okay. to listen, so yeah, we've, we've got a caller uh, on here uh, with us that I've I've given the the forum to let him discuss what he wanted to discuss here, and we we've, we've been kind of talking a little bit about the space force, and we we kind of got Ooh. off on a tangent talking about the the Apollo missions and and whether we we ever actually landed on the moon. So, what what do you think? Did, did we ever land on the moon, Eddie? Yeah, I think so. Well, I, I got think, a question. I we did. I have a question. Okay. Um, sure. If we did, and I'm not saying we, we actually did, and I'm just leaving that up for conjecture, why haven't the Russians and the Chinese done it until now? Now, it's all about the economy, ain't it? Well, it's all about war, too. And whoever also, controls space. And, and, and you know we've got a lot of secrets, and so do they. So, you know, they're probably working on something. You know, I'd like to believe that they were working on something uh, kind of out of this world, 
you know. Like, well, they may have, but if they um, landed on the moon, we would have known that. Well, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago with the the, the Chinese or Japanese potentially uh, building a secret base on the the backside of the moon. Now, naturally, if, if they launched a rocket of some magnitude that would get them to the moon, we would be able to detect mm-hmm. and monitor that rocket launch. But yep. if they're truly building some sort of a base on the backside of the moon, unless we go up there and take a look ourselves, we're, we're, we're never really going to know. Well, that's, 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 their landing wasn't a manned one. It was a space probe. Okay, that's, only a, Which, that's, that's only, true. That's only a forerunner to what may come in the future. But at the but same here's time... here's my question. How, how do mm-hmm. we know for sure that it was an unmanned rocket? We're, we're well, just going off of what they're saying. <laughs> Well, yeah. Exactly. Course, obviously, we don't have people on the moon going. All right. Well, someone just landed. I'm going to make a phone call. You know, it's. <laughs> yeah, and don't forget. Like, like first of all, if, if Japan and China and, and anybody actually shot anything, right? The, the time it would take for that to get from here to there, right? We would have seen it already. Absolutely. In way, you're going to try to get, sure. get around us not being able to see it. You know I mean, we're going to see it on its way there because it's going to take too long. So we're, we're going to see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so there's really no secret there. But as far as, like, don't forget, the Germans back then were working on, you know, top secret things like time travel and, you know, um, uh, what, what's, what's that? That Kirkuk? Kirk, Kirk, Kirk. I'm trying. I, I can't remember the name. I know it starts with a K, but uh, Kirksburg or something like that. Or the Bell. I don't know if you guys even know about the bell. Um, it was supposedly something that the Germans were working on. It had something to do with time travel, and it was found somewhere in Pennsylvania. Really? I never heard that. Supposedly. Yeah, never heard that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an it's an old story, but you know, um, supposedly it was found someplace in Pennsylvania, and it was the shape of a bell. You know, they believe that that's the same bell. That was. It, it's just the shape of a bell. It's not an actual bell, but it was the shape of a bell that, you know, supposedly disappeared from Germany and ended up in Pennsylvania. Well, all right. It wasn't carried there, so. <laughs> well, we do have um, what is it? Paper Operation Paperclip, where not only Warner von Braun was, you know, imported over here. But a lot of scientists, uh, the Nazis, instead of being tried for war crimes at the Nuremberg trials, they were secretly um, confiscated from Germany and brought over here, just like the Russians brought their share of the Germans' uh, scientists over to uh, over to Russia. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's supposed to be declassified information. Uh, so, look, we're full of this. This whole world is full of is full of conspiracy theories. Yeah. You know, we can we can always speculate, and it's fun to speculate. But when I see documents um, which are declassified, and they're telling me about the deceit of our particular government, I have to believe that the government is deceitful. And if they're deceitful in certain areas of the past, they're going to be deceitful in certain areas in the present and in the future. That's, That's my true. thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Well, thank you for calling in. I I appreciate the feedback, and I I appreciate the conversation that that you've added to the show. It gives me something more to think about even after we go off the air here a little bit. It doesn't have me doing a little research on on some of the things we talked about tonight. I appreciate that. Thank you. Sure. Take it easy now. We'll definitely have a part two to this. Okay. Yeah. Take it easy, guys. (laughs) Bye-bye. Yep. Bye-bye. So i got a question for y'all, and maybe y'all might know more about this, but, you know, we all have our own, you know, each country has what they call their airspace. So take these Chinese for, you know, for what they've launched from. They can shoot a rocket off. Yes, we are monitoring somewhat of that sky, but we can't say, no, you can't shoot that. At what point, when it gets out out of their airspace and into space range, do we automatically take over because... We are the higher power, or what? You know, in, in regards to that, what is there even like a jurisdiction? You know, uh, I think after a certain a certain height, <laughs> you know, that airspace <laughs> is done. No yeah. such thing as this is your airspace, this is my airspace. Why are you on my side? You know what I mean? So once you're out of the stratosphere, that's it. Well, once you're in the stratosphere, you know where. You know, gravity is no longer an issue. You know, that's yeah. We don't we don't claim anything. We're just floating. All right. Well, I am going to take a quick commercial break here because we we've been going about an hour without a commercial. We we took a commercial in the oh, first really? hour, so oh. yeah. I'm gonna uh, well, we've only got 33 minutes left. <laughs> it's, it's been that kind of show. Wow. So, yeah, let me, I'm going to hit a commercial here real quick and then uh, give me a chance to wet my whistle here. I've done a lot of talking tonight, more talking than I had planned to do. So <laughs> we'll yeah. be back here in a couple <laughs> minutes. Hi there, I'm Denise St. Clair, and I am so excited to introduce my co-host for today's exciting event, former champion of the Albuquerque Open, it's Monica Blake, everybody. I'm thrilled to be here, Denise. Why don't we get started? Absolutely. So no one wants to play with dirty equipment. That's why you have to keep your balls clean. Problem is, bar of soap just doesn't cut it. See? Still dirty. Well, how can guys clean their balls so that they're more enjoyable to play with? Well, there's finally a tool that can really get the job done. The Axe Detailer. Cleans your balls. Why don't we start with these small balls? With a soft side for lather, and a rough side for scrubbing, this can make any ball sparkly and new. Go ahead and play with those clean balls, Denise. Wow. I could play with these balls all day. Let's see if the audience has any questions. You there. Can it clean these filthy balls? Throw those fuzzy suckers down here. Look. Cleans right through the prickly surface. What about my ball set? Drop it right here and let's get to work. Monica, it looks like we have time for one more demonstration. Come out here, Mr. Hackerman. Monica, can 
you help me with these dirty balls? Hank, the axe detailer offers such a crazy clean. Can even clean your old balls. Wow. They look like new. Incredible. There really is no nook or cranny that thing can't clean. You are a true champion, Monica. If you've got dirty balls that need cleaning, call now and you can get a free detailer. Or just visit the Axe Shower Jalal in your closest retailer. Shed Radio Show, and we're hoping to hear from you. Give us a call at 646-787-1833. All right, and we're back. Nice little break there. Yeah, you know, I missed that show. Talk, talking for about an hour and a half. I heard they're trying to find a new show to put on that network. I don't think it's going to be yeah. the same thing, but well, I keep seeing stuff on Facebook that pops up about this production company is looking for anybody who's interested to try out for a new group, uh, basically to not necessarily fill in you know, for them, but to start their own, you know, like a new startup and, yeah. you know, and it's like, if you have the, the drive to do this, I mean, they've got qualification uh, to do so. And I see it all the time and I've joked, I said, man, I could go do that, you know, but. Uh, yeah. So Eddie, I, I've got to ask, cause it, it sounded like you had chaos going on wherever the hell it is you are. What do you mean chaos? Well, you, you you were a little late. You said you had some things going on, and then <laughs> you oh, yeah. said the people there thought it was a club. So, are you having a house yeah, no, party? Not, or? No, not people. My wife. Oh, fucking club. All right. Yeah, I I don't think we need to go down that road, then. It, it, <laughs> I think that's self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, playing music all loud. Yeah, um, we're we're down a guy tonight. And, and to be quite honest with you, I don't have any clue where. Well, wait a minute. Nope. I, I don't. I don't know unless this is him calling in now. I don't know for sure if it is or not. Let's get it and find out who it is. Hang on a thing. He's probably on mile Hello. Night. Where are there? What y'all doing? We're we're talking aliens, UFOs, and the space force. Yeah, I gathered that, but you guys are missing an important point. Okay. Uh, Hank Phil what point Hank Phil Pot here. My name's Hank Phil Pot. And uh you're talking about aliens and UFOs and whatnot. We need a yep. space wall. We don't need a space force, we need a space wall. And yeah, I want five point seven billion dollars to go to that space wall. <laughs> who's gonna pay for that? The, the aliens Mars? are gonna pay for that. The Martians are gonna pay for that. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> what, what are we? I got, what are we y'all think it's a big joke? Oh, have you ever seen a UFO? I've seen them. They've landed in my lot, and they took my job. And I'm not going to have it anymore. We need a space wall. They, they took your job. That's serious. I believe you. They took their job. What, what type of job was it that they took? I, I was a lettuce washer down at Gordon Foods, right down the pike, State Route 41. And there's an alien doing that now. Alien and now there's an alien. And they think he's better. Well, he is faster than me because he's got like six hands. He can wash six heads of lettuce at a time. I can only do one. It's probably the same one that's wow. just hissing on him. Even a E. coli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're immune to that E. coli thing. They're That equali thing. They're immune to that. And so uh, I wish so you'd you, get you to the root of the space- problem. So you think a space wall will will keep the aliens out? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, just like these people who overstay their visas. We need a sky wall so they can't come into the airports. But they can go over it, right? Not if we build it high enough. (laughs) Now, will this be like an air shield that you see in Spaceball over planet Iridia? Yeah, well, then we could have dirigibles. Isn't that what they call them? Dirigibles? Dirigibles. Yeah. Yeah, dirigibles. We could have a fleet of dirigibles keeping the aliens out and the overstaying visa people out. And then I'd still have my my job at Gordon's. So where where are you working at these days? I'm not working. I'm just sitting here surfing the net, watching, uh, reading Newsmax and Breitbart. And um, things aren't looking good. Things aren't yeah, looking that, good. That, that seems like a struggle there. Well, you know. I hear you. Uh, hope, hopefully, DJ TJ will be my savior. He's gonna take me, take me to the promised land. Little Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Jeez, I can't even get it out. Donald Trump <laughs> Jr. is gonna get, get me out of here. Give me a job. Oh my God, I gotta hang up. You guys have a great rest yeah. of the show. Bye. <laughs> hey, thanks, thanks for calling in. <laughs> what, now, what was he saying? The gerbils? What? Uh, yeah. You got me. I, I got me. Uh, I, I, I can just see dirigibles. I can just see coming from this yeah. a hat that says making dirigibles great again. Oh, God. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we should sell that. We could probably sell that on the yep. Woodshed Crew page. Maybe that guy gets do- he's out of a job. We can donate. You know, we can donate the proceeds to that. That guy gets called in. No, no, no. But let, let, let's let's get serious a little bit. As far as the space force is concerned, all right. You know, you you have to be some. You got to be some kind of stupid, you know, to actually believe that we need a space force. Like we can we could barely get off the fucking ground now. All right. We're, we are we, we are at our infancy when it comes to space travel and you know getting up there, getting out of the the atmosphere and everything like that. You know what I mean? So, what makes you think that we need a a space force, like an actual I'll, army of space soldiers? Like this is just like one of the most dumbest shit that I've ever heard from the president. And, and I, I want to know why all of a sudden. We need it. 
and, and what, what they're trying to protect us from. No, they're not protecting nobody because this is, this is something that the man-child, all right, like comes out out of nowhere talking about. Like, that shit makes no sense. Maybe maybe so Trump like, is an alien. Army? How about you just get the, the damn military out from where they are, all right, and call it a day. What you're doing is you're causing a lot of people not to want to join the military. And that's going to cause a problem eventually. You don't want to be a member of the Space Force? Hell no. Not unless we have, just, like, unless we're traveling in space, we don't need a Space Force. This ain't well, Star it sounds Trek. Like that's what the, that right. sounds like what the plan is, right, is to eventually travel in space. <laughs> I'm hoping that's what the Space Force but is But once again, to we are at our infancy. You know what I'm saying? We can't even. We got to start somewhere. We're we just have talking our... right now. We're, we're, right now, we're just talking about sending a, a group of people on a one-way trip to Mars to colonize Mars. Yeah, and I don't, and I know I don't know how to feel about just, that because what kind of dumbass talking. is going to sign up for that mission? Well, there are people that that would do it. You know what I mean? Because this is like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You know, like if they told me, if they told me, would you volunteer, all right, to go on a one-way trip off Earth and just travel? Through space, I would do it. What What's the purpose in going to Mars? I guess that's my big thing. I, I've read a lot well, of stuff, but I, I've yet to find out what the main purpose is for going to Mars. Why, why are we going there? All right, well, we're going to see if well, Marvin the Martian is real. <laughs> well, little by little, <laughs> little by little, all right, in small, of course, in small increments, the Earth gets closer to the sun. Okay. So little by little. We're getting closer, so eventually it's going to get way too hot. You know what I mean? And we're going to need, you know, like eventually, in saying that, Mars will become the new Goldilocks zone. You get it? So, which makes sense. Colonize Mars, you know, which used so, to have water, which so still by has your, water, your, but it's frozen. So, by your example, is that the Earth will enter an orbit on the sun that's too close for us to sustain life. Right. So we're going to have to go somewhere so that somewhere. somewhere would then potentially be Mars until then we could go take jump to the next stage. Is that kind of where you're going with this? Pretty much. Okay. And then by so that it's just time, kind of like a time, stepping stone to the next yeah. step. Okay. So hopefully they're, by they're that time, we'll, be able to, we'll be able to move out and, and you know, send uh, colonies out into space, you know what I mean, and search. I got you. But sure. it would be a one-way trip until we yeah, find some place that, that – and then we yeah, have that we makes have, sense. We need the technology to actually move through, through light years of fucking space just to, you know, be alive by the time we get there. Yeah. They're just using up all the resources, and that's what they're afraid of, is all these resources that we have now are slowly dwindling away to nothing. And well, here's my thing when it comes to resources, because you know we're, we're using up the resources that, that we've discovered, but we haven't even begun to touch the resources that are so far down we can't even get to them. So instead of reaching mm-hmm. for the stars to find these resources, 
I bet if we dig down deeper than where we're at now, there's probably more shit down there that we can use below us than above us. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, not really, because now we're at a we're at a point in in in, in society where we we're well in technology more like it, but where we can use air power. You know what I mean? So we just use wind turbines, and that takes care of the electricity. You know, but sure. the government doesn't want to do that because we've got we've got companies and and you know owners that one percent that are going to refuse to make it where wind power you know and unless they're making money they don't want that so a lot of people are still no we're going to stay with oil you know come on oil really we could do everything else without oil but we're still well, here here's it. a statistic that I find, at least with regards to the Space Force, um, I, I Googled Space Force just to find out what the, like, requirements for this was and to see how many jobs and things. Uh, out on Indeed.com, there is a, almost 800 job postings for Space Force positions. So th- th- this leaves me with several questions. Number Number one is, we're only hiring 800 Space Force members, number one. Mm-hmm. And then number two, the qualifications necessary to be a member of the Space Force are a little ridiculous for some of these positions. Have you ever looked at some of these job postings? Nope. They they want you to have, like, master's and doctorate degrees and, and space physics and all this stuff. So um, – I'm not entirely sure what it is exactly that that they're trying to do, but for for just soldiers in space, they're they're surely trying to recruit some some very intelligent, knowledgeable people. Yeah, and I, I'll tell you this: I'll tell you this right now. An astrophysicist or nuclear physicist or whatever these types of people are, they're recruiting. They don't want to get shot at. That's why they're an astrophysicist. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm wondering if that's if that's the same um, the same company that's actually trying to, you know, the government is trying to like find all these people, so you know, volunteers, and they're going through all the volunteers, you know, to send them on that colonizing trip. So I'm wondering if 800 is just about right for that, which is possible. Because they're they're looking for people that are smart, you know. They're looking for engineers and things that, which they're going to need. You know, they're going to need a lot of people that, you know, can actually start a colony. You know, and seeing yeah. as there's only a one way trip, you also they also got to think. You know, um, are these people going to be compatible to others? You know, for you know procreation and things like that. Because like I said, it's a one way trip, so you're going to have to end up with somebody there. You know what I mean? To raise a family and things like that. So, right. Well, we got about sixteen minutes left of at least the live feed. Um, if, if Eddie would like to, I, I'd be willing to run over a little bit tonight and and continue some of these discussions. But at least for the live show, we've got about sixteen minutes left. If anybody that's in the chat room would actually like call in and and share stories. Um, mm-hmm. Whether they've seen a UFO Whether they've seen a ghost A Bigfoot Or if you just want to share something about the Space Force Now is the time to do it Call in number 646-787-1833 um, Eddie before you came on um, There for a long time It was just me and Jesse Kind of sitting around here shooting the bull 
in the at the uh, beginning of the show I I had shared some stories about the seeing a some strange lights when I was younger in the sky and you know never really knowing whether for sure they were a spaceship or not um and then yeah. we, we kind of ch- switched gears there a little bit and I had explained to the listeners that uh, you know myself and and Travis and Jesse our our moms have all passed away within the last three years um and i i i've been i've been experiencing strange things here in my home for the last three years you know my wife has has seen you know basically a full body apparition um i i've seen like a shadow person you know had footsteps on my stairs things moving in the house things like that so um, I was kind of really hoping Travis would be here tonight, and, and I've already asked Jesse, but I was hoping I could ask Travis if he had experienced, you know, any of the types of things that I've experienced since my mom passed away to see if maybe it's just me. But uh, um, how no, about you? Not just you. Uh, oh, me? Well, yeah. It so happens that my house is actually haunted. Which, so, if I if I remember, you're still in the same house you were in years ago, right? No, no, this is another. Oh, house. you're in a new house. Okay. Yeah. Now, the thing is that when we moved here, um, bought the house, and the uh, the brother was outside, and the owner was inside, and he was, you know, cleaning up on the yard and everything like that, trying to clean up the driveway while we were looking at the house. And, uh, you know, come to, come to find out later on, she went up. She went up to live with him in New York, New York State, and um, he passed away. We heard about about maybe about three three months later he passed away. Um, the thing is that he used to live here in this house, and um, we had started seeing a a person, well, full body. A person in a T-shirt, and but to me, it looked it looked like him. You know, he, he was kind of tall, you know, and we would only see him in the basement. Though he's always in the basement, and we found out later that he used to sleep in the basement. That was his room where our bedroom is now, which is a finished basement. Um, mm-hmm. He was that's where he lived. Wow! So automatically, we knew we we're like. I know it's him. It looks like him. I couldn't get a clear face, but I knew it was somebody in a T-shirt. And it looked like it looked like him, you know. Um, but upstairs we have something worse. We have an entity that's been here a lot longer than the house has been here, and um, I've seen it. My daughter's seen it, and my son has seen it. And I worry about that with my son because it was hard for him to say anything. But we could tell that he saw it um, because there were certain things that he would do, you know. Um, And then there's his room. He won't stay in his room. Mm -hmm. You know, so he actually sleeps in my daughter's room. His room has been empty this whole time. Like, he will not sleep in that room. All his toys and everything like that, He, if you take the toys out of the, the bedroom, he would start to scream, and he would grab it from you and put it exactly where it was that you took it from. And then he'd push you out of the room and then, like, close the door. 
So we knew something was up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's uh, how, how often we, do you think you've experienced different things? Like how how, how often are the occurrences? Well, it's it's pretty often. Um, you know, maybe a few times, a few times, uh, maybe two weeks. You know, a few times. Um, mm-hmm. Downstairs, though, the entity seems to from from upstairs. You know, um, it'll stay upstairs. Uh, the apparition where we believe is the brother, the, the oldest brother. He stays downstairs. The thing is that he he tends to like one night Joanna woke up and she thought I was bending over in front of her, looking at her while she was sleeping on the side of the bed. And she thought my face was right in front of her face, uh, wow. just looking at her. And she noticed that she she went to, to look to see where I was, you know, like, she was like, what are you doing? And her hand moved, and she noticed that I was still on the bed on the other side. So, you know, that creeped her out, and a couple of times um, she she wasn't able to breathe. So it, it felt like somebody was actually choking her. So, um, <laughs> you know, we deal with it, and sometimes we see, you know, shadows, things like that. But, you know, I like to yeah. I like to smudge, you know, and I walk through the house. You do that with the I'm sage, for- or what? What do you do? Yeah, with, with sage, and I'm real, and I'm really okay. forceful when I when I do it. You know, I'm like, look, I know you've been here all this time. I'm sorry, but we're here now. We don't need you here. You know, it's time for you to go. Like we're really yeah. forceful. The only thing is, we can't get rid of the entity. You know, <laughs> and since I'm not a so much of a religious person, you know, um, sure. this guy downstairs, you know. Doesn't he'll he'll leave for a little while? Doesn't bother us for a little while, and then comes back. You know. Gotcha. So. Well, we actually got a caller. Let me hit this caller real quick, Dom, and then I'll let you tell your story because I I know you got a a story you want to share. So let's hit the uh, maybe the stupid switchboard work. (laughs) Hey, Hey, what's up? The woodshed crew. Hello there. Seriously, this time. It's it's Matt from IWS Radio, uh-huh. <laughs> and um, my dead dad followed me into this apartment. Okay. Um, I moved in with uh, Schmoop seventeen, eighteen years ago, and um, we both see him all the time. And it's when, funny. When, like what? What do you see? Do you, is it? He's just standing there, and he's dressed like Tom Landry. Because my dad was always a Cowboys fan, and he's standing there in a raincoat and a hat. Hmm. Did he dress yeah, like yeah. that? And you know, like normal, like when when he was alive. Sort of. Um, when we went to church. And um, and Schmoop's never met him. And the description she gives me of him is exactly what he looks like. It's the most amazing thing. Wow. Yeah, there's now, a do, lot of do you, get, 
Now, do you do you get like a, a feeling of, of peace, or do you ever feel intimidated when it when it's there, or is it always just? Like it's, a, it's never like intimidation a, or anything. It's like, hey, hey there. It's nothing. He's just standing there looking. Mm-hmm. Not a condescending look. Not a happy look. Just standing there, going, hey. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing. And, um, because, uh, yeah. Yeah, we also we also we have a we had a ghost cat that lived here in our apartment too that evidently came with um my dead cat Corky who died after 17 18 years no i'm not bitter about it um we would see this other gray cat just looked almost like Corky when uh, Corky wow. was here yeah and now, since Corky died two years ago, um, I still hear a cat uh, scrawling around in the litter box. It's mm-hmm. yes, I miss my buddy. So yeah, and yeah, it's probably uh, just something psychological and in my head that I probably imagine it, but I don't know. But I still hear. Yeah, it. I doubt it. I doubt it. We hear a cat here. <laughs> yeah, we have my old dead dad and my old dead cat here. So, okay, we'll we'll here. what's yeah. that, Ferg? So, one big happy family. Yeah. So, Matt, well, while we got you here, we we got about five minutes left on the show. Um, I, I figure I'd let you give give a shout out for your upcoming show and and mention the fact that that you actually invited me to call into your show this week. Well, let me tell you, Ben, yes, we did. Uh, Jay, Jamie, and I, we've, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be on live noon to two Sunday, this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, and we've invited friggin' Ben in, Ben on, and, uh, and Ferg, and anyone else in the woodshed who wants to come on and pimp out the show. And boy, by God, you guys better come on, because if you don't, it's not going to be pretty. We will rape you <laughs> over the air. <laughs> wow, that sounds pretty serious. Yeah, yeah. So we can do, you know, so we can selfless, you know, plug our show what, every two. Yeah, minutes? you can plug you know. your show on our show this Sunday, noon to two, live on Blog Talk Radio, IWS Radio. What's your uh... What's your subject for this this coming show? Or well, it's kind of a hodgepodge show? kind of thing this week, but um, we are going to mention toxic feminism, toxic femininity. <laughs> you know, the, I'm, not, I'm not sure I can uh, even say that word. Well, you know, I can't believe I can either because I've been drinking all day, and yet it came out pretty well. <laughs> all right. Well. Thanks for calling in and sharing your stories with us tonight, Matt. And I, I will be yep. sure to give you guys a call on Sunday and oh, you see if there's anything of importance I can add to your show. I'm not so sure. Oh, well, anything you about. add would be important compared to what we talk about, so it'll be all right, Ben. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll, we'll give it a try and see what, how it goes. I might scare you all right. right away. All right. Well, keep up the good work, and I'll talk to you guys next week maybe. 
All right. Sounds good. Sunday, Thanks for calling in. All right. Yeah. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye. All right. That was uh, Matt from IWS Radio, which can be heard every Sunday right here on Blog Talk Radio from noon till 2. Nice. Yeah. So we've got three going, minutes so left. They've been, they've been going on pretty <laughs> strong with their show. When we left, yeah, they, they were still running. Going so. for, yeah, they've been going for a while. Quite a while. So we've we've got uh, three minutes left of the live feed, and I'm I'm okay with with running a little bit over because I know Dom wants to share a story here. Um, so if if we get to the the top of the hour here and it cuts you off, you'll have to download the show afterwards to hear what we talked about. I hate to do that to you, but uh, due to the the way the show has went, uh, Eddie called in a little late and, and Dom called in a little late about too. That? So. Things happen. I understand that. I, I still don't have a clue where Travis is tonight. I'm hoping he's been abducted. He's been abducted by aliens. I think he's yeah, been abducted. Yeah. Yeah, we we may have to, did not work. You know, we might have to do a a, a, a part two to this. Yeah, you know I mean, well, uh, next week um, I have a show scheduled. Um, right now, actually, I'm trying to pull it up so I can tell you for sure what it was I entitled it, but I, I thought next week we would we would do kind of a continuation show. Um maybe not so much the ghosts, but I, I the, the ghosts are fun to talk about if if they're stories. But um yeah. right as of right now, next week's show is entitled the Doomsday edition of the Woodshed Radio Show. Um and and I, I was kinda gonna go along the lines of just just random conspiracy theories. Uh, doomsday prepping, end of the world okay. type discussions because every every yeah, six like, months like. or so, yeah, some somebody comes along every six months and claims a comet's going to crash into the earth and mm-hmm. you know whatever. So um, yeah. which I I'm not opposed. You know what we've talked about tonight. No, no. we can continue next week too. So I I had messaged Ben. No, I just I just want I I just want to make sure that I don't forget about you know my my abduction story. So you know. Uh, something that happened to me and it just you know stuck with me for a long time. So now um, is that the story good, where you're driving down the highway and then you like yes. lost an entire hour of time? Yeah, I remember that yes. story. Yeah, the the yeah, listeners will love that few story. Hours, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, I missed the. So I, missed I was asking Ben earlier this morning. Yeah. Uh, I messaged Ben. And I was like, you know, I was kind of thinking on the topic of you know shows coming up, uh, future shows, and I said. You know, conspiracy theories seem to be, you know, something that is widely approached and talked about. And but I was like, well, do you consider, you know, this paranormal and UFOs? Yes, they have some form of a, a conspiracy theory to it, but there's so much more. And then he came back to me with the the doomsday idea. So yeah. It's definitely a, a part two for sure, you know. And then we can yeah. find out if uh, Travis woke up with a, a pumpkin around his waist, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, the back. You know, <laughs> All right. The part two and things like that. We don't necessarily have to do back to back. You know what I mean? Like back to back each week. Yeah. Um, but right. you know, each consecutive week that is. But you know, we could always come back to it and call it a part two, and you know what I mean. So. Yep. Well, and we we're, just have we're to officially pick, we just have to pick a conspiracy that we want to actually talk about instead of just doing right. random. You know, pick a conspiracy yeah. that's been talked about and talk about that. Yeah. Yep. Well, we're we're officially now over in overtime, 
because um, the, the live feed is now off. So anything we're doing now is just going to go on the, the download. Um, well, hopefully, I, no I, officials, I'm gonna leave it. you know, made a bad call to get us to overtime. You know, <laughs> right? I heard you. Yeah, but last week's football games were 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 a train wreck. <clears throat> so, <laughs> especially that same. So I'm, yes. So I'm I'm gonna leave it I'm gonna leave it out here on the table. Let you guys decide what you want to do. Um, we can continue on for a little bit longer and share more stories, or you can save it for next week and we can talk about it next week when hopefully everybody's here. Um, that way we don't run too far over the two hour limit, but I, I, it's entirely up to you guys, whatever direction you want to go, we can keep going for a little bit or we can carry over till next week. What, whatever you guys decide you want to do here. Um, well, we can, you know, we could, we could end, we could end it right now. It's no big deal. Yeah, that's all good. We and can, then we can, we can, we can take it more to talk about. Cause I don't want to like repeat right. everything again. You know, eventually we're going to. Sure. Be, yeah. yeah, which, which you know, it, with with, that, that, with, that, with with having such broad topics each week, and, and not like 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 uh, Eddie said, not dialing it in on one specific topic for for the whole show. Um, exactly. There's a likelihood that we might start talking about some different things. So that that'll yeah. be your homework for this week. Is is you guys will have to go back and at least listen to the first hour, hour and a half, and see what what me and Jesse kind of talked about. Um, which I, I apologize. You know, when it's just me and Jesse trying to fill in, it's probably not as interesting yeah. as when all the guys are here. Yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. Oh, I um, apologize. We, I we got in time, but well, we we got through it. Um, I, I shared I shared stories. Jesse shared stories. So we at least filled the first hour with with some things to discuss and talk about. So, yeah. well, what I'll do then yeah, I'll, is I'll, I'll I've, figure I've out got, some things that we can talk about and you know text you guys and. You know, you give a yay, nay, you know, we'll vote on it oh, Okay. see what comes up. Yeah. Well, b- before we do that, let me let me, uh, let me me pull that back up just so you know what I did. I, I went ahead and I scheduled – I scheduled the next three shows out, which okay. right now they, they have, they have uh, you know, some general topics, um, some, some general – just some show ideas and things like that added to them. If the stupid computer will work here, hang on a minute. All right, so the next few shows that we've got right now, I've got uh, obviously I got that Doomsday theme show for next weekend, and then ten, now these are all tentative. We, we we may change them, but as of right now, I, I kind of like the the topics, and we can maybe okay. snaggle the the titles and things if we need to. Um, for the February eighth show, um, I currently have that one titled the South by Southwest edition of the Woodshed Radio Show. And with with that general guise of I, I thought we could talk about uh, video gaming, comics, movies, and things like that coming up this year, just oh, and tech things like that, just a hodgepodge of of the type of things that are covered under South by Southwest, um, hmm. which I'm open to changing that one because that one could be hard to to do a two hour show on, but um, yeah, that's that, a, that's, that's a little bit of yeah. Unless yeah. everybody's then, into that type of stuff, you know. Right. Yeah. And then uh, the February fifteenth show, I have that show labeled the Love Boat Edition because it's the day after Valentine's Day, and I thought we might be able to give relationship and sex advice. Not really, but <laughs> it Not might be really. fun if we get some callers. Um, and maybe That's we can find Jesse a girlfriend. Yeah. We can get Jesse a girlfriend oh, live on the air. 
Maybe we can get a, a female caller to call in and commit to going on a date with Jesse. Maybe I could get mm-hmm. my ex to call in. Oh, boy. Maybe we can hook you up with Jamie Maple Leaf. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You want to you wanna have yeah. your ex call? Oh, I don't know if that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if yeah, that's that a might good not be idea. a good idea. Which yeah. I, I, I like kind of that theme for that day with it being the day after Valentine's Day, so we, we might be able to snaggle that one a little bit too. But th- those are just tentative ideas, at least so that I have something scheduled so I don't have to go in there in case I forget to schedule something. So, yeah. But we, well, we can talk we'll about it. it. Yeah, so uh, I think it's probably a good place to stop. We're, we're uh, What time is it? It's five after. Um, we'll, we'll carry the, some of Dom's stories over to next week. And uh, Eddie has an awesome story, too, that about he, he thinks he was abducted. And quite frankly, his story is amazing. I've heard it before. Wait to hear it next mm-hmm. week. I'll give you something to come back next week for. Um, so I, I, I'd like to end here with thanking everybody that's called in. We, we had a few callers call in tonight. I appreciate everybody calling in and sharing stories and, and, and adding conversation piece to the show. Uh, it's much appreciated, and we encourage you to call in every week if you have something that you want to add. So I'm going to go ahead and hit our outro. Guys, thanks for showing up tonight. I appreciate it, as always. And uh, we'll see everybody again next Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. We want to thank you for listening to the Woodshed Radio Show here on Blog Talk Radio. The guys will be back next Friday night, that's February 1st, live at 9 p.m. Eastern, for another exciting two-hour episode. We hope you had a great time and liked something about the show tonight. If so, tell a friend about the show and how to listen, and invite them to listen and tune in next week. Also, don't forget to create a Blog Talk account and click the follow button so that we can track you as a listener. It's free to set up a new account, and we'd love to have you as a follower. We can also be found on Facebook and Twitter under the Woodshed Crew, so make sure you like those pages as well. But wait, there's more. The Woodshed Crew has a website, and that can be found at thewoodshedcrew.wordpress.com. So go out there and check that out, too. So, in conclusion, thanks again for tuning in, and we hope to see you next week. I am Friggin' Ben, and on behalf of the Woodshed Crew, hop on the bus with us, because we are headed down the highway to hell. See you next week.